Welcome to the sixth episode of Can't Get a Text Back. We're here in the Pearson, Nasty, Nasty Pearson residence, um, day 11 of quarantine, and I am here with a special guest, my boyfriend, Joe Nasty. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> um, he didn't want to be here today. Um, you know, it's, it's, I would actually, I think, rather you, I, I, like, I, I'm not saying that I had to beg him, but it, it would almost would have been better if it was like, please, babe, please. And you were like, no, I don't want to do it. Please, please, please. And then you were like, fine. And I would be like, yay, thank you. But instead it was like, yeah, what, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't really want to, but it, yeah. It's like, that's worse. Sorry. That's just how I was feeling at the time. <laughs> you, but you don't understand. Like, you went to your parents' house the other day and, like, did grocery shopping for them. Um, and I stayed home and I recorded an episode by myself because you weren't home. Like, this is new for me, first of all, to do by myself. And it is kind of awkward even when nobody's here because I'm kind of like, oh, fuck, like, what if I run out of things to talk about? And then I think about that while I'm talking and then my brain kind of goes crazy. And yeah, so it's awkward enough when I'm by myself. But then while you're, I think there was one episode that I did by myself while you were home and I locked myself in our bedroom yes. and I fucking hated it. And I actually, oh, that was when I lost the audio that, I recorded an episode and it didn't work, so I got frazzled, and I hated it. And he doesn't want me to get used to, like, having him do episodes with me or me not wanting to record when I'm by myself, but it's part of the reason why I haven't put an episode out in a while. Oh, I'm sorry about all that, but I don't like hearing my own voice. It's, <sighs> it's very weird for me. I know, but luckily I have you on now. Um, how do you feel about being quarantined with me for 11 days? Um, it's It's been good. I have not really been adhering to the quarantine guidelines but I mean like in what way oh because you've had to go to the supermarket well I've gone to the supermarket you know make my daily trip to quick check yeah but that's like those are essential businesses and you go in you pay for whatever and you leave you're not like breathing on top of other people you're not going and hanging out with your friends maybe I am breathing on people you know just to <laughs> just to get a rise out of them in the current climate oh you my know? god I had a lady yesterday we had to go to Walgreens I had to go pick up a prescription and um they actually had six feet markers with, um, what they do it with like tape or something, right? Yeah. So they put tape on the floor and they make these little boxes. So I guess it shows you like what's six feet apart. Um, social distancing. Yeah. I went to go stand on the line and there was a random shopping cart sitting there. It had like one thing in it. So I thought that maybe it was an abandoned shopping cart. So I went and I stood in front of the shopping cart and I guess a lady left it there. Like, this is my spot. Like, it's not a person. You can't have that hold it. And then she was like ramming into me. She was literally ramming her shopping cart into me. Not literally, but like she was two second, two, like two inches away from me with her shopping cart, and she must have been angry. And I wanted to be like, "This is not social distancing. Get the fuck off of me." Well, it was because I was going to steal her, steal her Clorox wipes. No, she please, as if out. she. I think there were like Lucky no. Charms in there. No, I'm and just kidding. I would steal Lucky Charms too. I don't really care. The Clorox wipes are much more valuable right now. I know it's really crazy. Um, so it's really interesting because a lot of people who are home together with their significant other or with their kids, they're still working from home, or at least one person is still working from home, or you have your kids who are, who are doing school, whatever. But both of us, they're actually just not working at all. No, we're not working from home. Um, which I think a lot of people would just be like arguing and like, I don't know. Go, we just argued now before we got on. <laughs> yes. not, that, not that we argue really very much. Um, if this is really the extent of it, then I guess we're pretty lucky. Um, but we both are not working. Um, neither one of us work um, 
essential jobs and neither one of us, both of our jobs are very hands-on, so we can't do yes. them at home. I've had a couple of conference calls, but like they last five minutes and I, but when they're over, I really have, I think, less information than I did before I had them. Um, but that's really been it. Like, both of us are just home. Yeah, well, I'm going to be home for a little while because they turned my job, the place where I work, into a field hospital. So yep. it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time before that's all cleared out and sanitized. Hopefully, hopefully I don't have to use it for anybody. Yeah, I, uh, I'll be doing podcasts uh, from my car, I guess. Um, or I'm going to have to kick Joe out when I need to record since he doesn't want to do them with me. But moral of the story is we're not going to talk about like quarantine all that. All, all we've been doing is like finding new shows to watch, arguing about what we're going to watch next. And reading coronavirus conspiracy theories. Oh my God, I A go lot. down rabbit holes. It's really, really bad. Um, yeah, so that's really all we've been doing. I've been, we've been trying to stay kind of productive um, Joe worked out for the third day in a row today. I did. I worked out um, yesterday and the day before, and now my body's killing me because I'm out of shape. Um, so I decided to take today off. Um, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. I send a letter to uh, an email to my people who are subscribed for my newsletter. Can't get a textback.com. You can subscribe to my newsletter. I, uh, the last one I sent out was probably like in the summer. Nice. But, but don't make fun of me. I'm trying I was to get back the on track. Oh, the plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get a textback.com. I don't put anything on there anymore because I don't really write blog posts. But if you go on there, then you can subscribe to my podcast. Um, I'll just tell you a couple of things going on with that, and then we'll jump into the topic of this week's episode. But yeah, I, um, I've been using my time off wisely. I've been trying to be as productive as possible. I've been reading Harry Potter, which you guys know I started a few months ago. I read pretty slow, but I, I don't know. I think I enjoy it better that way because then I don't, like, rush through it. And I, don't, I don't have that, like, depression of it's over. So I've been reading that. Um, but on a, a podcast front, I recorded and put out an episode a couple of days ago. I realized that people aren't, like, driving or commuting as much as they used to, so the listens are pretty low, but, like, Whatever. Practice when, makes perfect. When you're on like day 27 and you decide that you're actually going to start organizing your or house or something, then hopefully you start listening to them. Um, and then I, I put out a newsletter tonight. And the biggest thing that I've done that I'm excited about and I hope that it grows is I decided to make a private Facebook group. So I'm in all these other Facebook groups. I tell Joe about these Facebook groups all the time. You're probably like, what the hell is going on? Um, Lots of info. Yeah, there's always like a different Facebook group that I'm in. And um, one of the ones that I'm in particularly is always asking for like dating advice. There's always girls on there being like, I found out my boyfriend cheated on me. What should I do? Break up. But anyway, um, there's all these posts on there all the time. So I decided to make a private Facebook group so that we can connect on there and uh, have story time. Yeah. Have story time right now. I just want it to be women. Like I think that would just make people a lot more comfortable. I mean, if you're, if you're a guy, you really want to be in the group, then like, I don't know, I guess just DM me and no discriminating, no discriminating. But I, I just think that, um, you know, that's who my listeners really are right now. Um, and that would be probably the most comfortable situation. Um, it is private, like I said, and there are rules to the group. So if you're caught like sending screenshots or anything like that, you'll get kicked out. Um, but yeah, it's like judgment free. You could always, if you join the group and then you DM me privately, like, what your advice is, I could always post it for you anonymously. And, yeah, that's really it. So if you want to find that, if you just type into the search bar on Facebook, I'm sure it's easy to find it. Can't get a text back. Answer three questions, and uh, that's it. I'll approve you. So 
Anyway, being quarantined has made me want to record this episode that I've wanted to record for a while. Um, And that is just like ins and outs of moving in with your significant other. Joe was convinced that um, in my other podcast, it's not that hard that we did. When he did one episode with me, he thought that the whole episode was about moving in together. Yeah, my memory... Maybe uh, I haven't been as productive during the quarantine, so maybe my, <laughs> my memory's taking a bit of a hit. Um, I think there's another reason why maybe your memory is taking a hit. I don't know. The whole quarantine thing is really hurting me bad. He smokes a lot of weed. You know, not working. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> what so, else yeah, is there to your do? Your memory is taking a hit, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I've, I've wanted to do a full episode on this topic. Um, for a little while, and, and I also I put a poll on my Instagram a few weeks ago and asked if you guys wanted to hear about this or another topic, and you guys chose moving in with your significant other. So these are our opinions. Like, obviously, this isn't the only way to do things, but I this don't know. This is what worked for us. This is what worked for us. Um, you know, just being quarantined together really makes you realize, like, like I don't know, you're just, like, with each other all the time, yeah. so... Um, yeah, that's really it. I'm wondering how some people, I know some of my friends, like how you're kind of navigating hanging out with your significant other when there's social distancing in place and maybe like somebody still has to go to work. Like, I don't know how that's really working for people. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot harder than what we're doing. Yeah. But I would assume as long as you clean yourself and, you know, <laughs> to follow all the guidelines that, you know, it'll be okay. Yeah. Well, I'm also kind of thinking like if both of you or if you're with somebody and both of you have to work from home or both of you aren't working, especially if either one of you live by yourself, it might be the time to like see if it's going to work out for you too. Yeah. I mean, it's a good testing ground, I suppose, you know, only contaminate one, <laughs> one apartment yeah. potentially. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, you, this seems like a good time to really find out a good amount about somebody. Living yeah. together really opens your eyes to to things that you might not have seen. Why? What do you think you've learned about me so far? Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying you per se. I'm saying in general. I just, do you think there was anything like weird or like anything that you've learned about me since we've moved in together that you would say that you didn't know before? Yeah, that you really hate sleeping on the couch and you really hate when I sleep on the couch. <laughs> that's not that big of a deal. No, I know. So, I mean, I guess we're doing all right. Yeah. If that's my biggest, my biggest yeah, complaint. I don't know if there's really anything... Uh, yeah, I don't really think that there's... An- oh, yes. You know what I learned about you? That I leave the seat up sometimes? No. Okay. Oh, and honestly, you've only left it up twice during quarantine, which it could be worse. So, and also, me giving you that, like, semi-compliment, that's not... You're not doing it anymore because I'll fucking kill you. Um, but what I learned is that Joe likes to snack in the middle of the night. Oh. Like, literally, I, I've always heard of people saying, like, ooh, a midnight snack, but I didn't know that people actually, like, wake up out of a dead sleep at 3 o'clock in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah, this and, is something else I learned, that what? she really hates that I snack in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. In my sleep last night, I was yelling at you, like, no, don't do it. <laughs> and I just ignore her and do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, he, and it's not even like he wakes up and he has, like, a cracker or something. Like, he wakes up and he just, like, I hear him gulping. Um, cherry soda. Oh, you gotta have a cherry Coke. Yeah, g- like gulping it down as if Maybe it was like a refreshing water. 25 Oreos. 25 Oreos. You know, then I brush my teeth and then I chug a water and then I go back to sleep. Yeah, it's very weird. So, um, anyway, so we just want to give you guys a couple of things that worked for us and like our personal, um, 
opinions as far as like what makes a successful like move-in situation. So I did make a couple of notes. Um, I kind of, I gave Joe a, a debriefing before we started recording because I knew that he didn't really want to do I'm this anyway. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants right now. Okay, so if you think that Joe should record with me more often or become a permanent co-host, you should DM him on Instagram at Joe Nasti. Don't, don't encourage this. J-O-E-N-A-S-T-I, Joe Nasti. No, it's not pronounced nasty, but Joe Nasti. Okay? Mm, that's a good plug. Yeah. Last time I got yeah, one. a good plug. You're literally private on Instagram. You have like three followers. Last and time I got one follower. You did? Who followed you? I have no idea. Interesting. Did you accept it? Yeah. Why not? Listen, you fucking little bitch. Whoever it was, I'll kill you. Maybe it was a guy. Oh Maybe it was a dog. Oh my god. Oh, you wish it was a dog. I wish it was a dog. One of my favorite things to do is that um, on Joe's Facebook, he always has these like middle-aged women who will comment or even just like weird girls that he used to be friends with <laughs> it like through myspace or something like random people who comment on like his facebook statuses also befriend joe on facebook if you want a dose of like weird facebook statuses like every day positivity yeah positive facebook statuses every day but um whenever he has like a weird like older lady or like a random girl who lives in like fucking indiana comment on his page I, i'll text him a screenshot or i'll text him and be like tell that fucking bitch i'm gonna go to her house and beat her up <laughs> i told him to she's tell very one. nice to my friends obviously <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, obviously, I'm kidding. But like I said to him, there was one or, one older lady who always comments in, on uh, everything he posts. And I was like, tell her I'm going to go to her house and steal all of her toilet paper. <laughs> we could use a little bit more. You need to ration. Some, like, some single-ply stuff we got at Walmart oh, when this whole, this whole thing started and people were going nuts for toilet paper. <laughs> I think that might be the one I put on the roll by accident. Oh, man. It's not good. Oh, God. All right. Don't so, do that. Yeah, no, That's don't do that. That's a tip for success. Don't buy Walmart. Don't buy Walmart toilet Half paper. Half Don't toilet use paper. it unless you really need to or else your significant other will get very uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see. I have a list of um, little things that are, were kind of like my opinion. I mean, he dropped his microphone on the table. What are you doing? I was just setting it up a little bit closer to my face. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. The first one I have is that you should move into a new place together. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's a good, uh, a good idea. It's moving into somebody else's space. It can probably make them feel a little uncomfortable. I would imagine. Right. Unless it's a house. Yeah. But even, it's like, I understand that sometimes that makes the most sense. Like, yeah, if somebody owns property, um, or if, you know, somebody's lease is ending and, and yours isn't or whatever. I get that sometimes it's the most, like, logistically it makes the most sense. Yeah, I think a house and, and an apartment situation are two different things. Yeah. However, either way, whoever was, like, existing there, whoever was living there already, it's almost like you're moving into their space. Yes. I don't know. I think, it's, it, could, I think it could lead to some... Not arguments, really, but some some tension because it's very hard to decorate a space that's already decorated by somebody yeah. else and not feel like you're intruding and in infringing way. on on their creativity. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> infringing on their creativity. Okay, um, I smoked weed before this. <laughs> before everything. Um, not even the decorating part, though. Just like. 
every, like, even just, like, putting food in the cabinets or, like, just how you like to do everything, where you throw your bag or your wallet when you come in for the day. It's, like, it's very different when you create that space together rather than, like, somebody's coming into your space or you're going into somebody else's and how are you going to make it yours, you know? So I think that, are you okay? (laughs) Your shoulder hurts. I'm just stretching. Okay. Smoked weed before this. (laughs) Babe, shut up. Um, so yeah, I just feel like you need to move into a new space together because then it's both of yours equally. Um, again, unless like logistically it makes sense to do it the other way around. I think, um, if you can avoid moving into somebody else's space, that's probably. If you move into a a, a place that's a blank space, you could be like us and continuously argue about how we're going to decorate it. So we have have nothing. Nothing on the walls. (laughs) Nothing. We have nothing. We can't Nothing on the walls, which... We're working on it. Yeah, which can bring me to the next point of, like, be flexible. So, like, for example, even, like, the town that we live in now, like, I thought that we were going to live in, like, one of three towns that I I liked, and we ended up moving somewhere, not completely different, but, like, we ended up moving somewhere that we didn't think that we would live. Um, Also, I thought that I, like, because I feel like for the most part, and, you know, hetero sexual relationship the girl just like decorates however she wants and the guy is just like yeah whatever the couch is comfortable but no like like I didn't get to do whatever I want and now there's nothing on the walls yeah well Christina's Christina's ideas on on artwork are what are not my favorite okay so like if you had to pick like for example right above the couch what like what would be the type of photo or like the types of uh, like things that you would put on the wall Mark Messier holding the Stanley <laughs> Cup. <laughs> okay, besides Madison that. Madison Square Garden. Madison Square. What else, though? Like, if you were going to pick something you thought was neutral for the two of us, what would you put up? I would probably pick something with space. With space. Like, he wants to put, I like, like a man standing on the moon or something. And meanwhile, for me, I want, like, edgy and sexy. Like, I would want, like... Like, maybe I'm a lesbian. Like, I would want... Um, like I've said, I've, I've wanted like vintage Playboy covers on the wall or like I want something kind of grungy. Like I would want uh, like a gallery wall of all different like rock and roll stars, I'm, rock and roll stars. I'm not edgy. I'm more of a circle. You're more of a circle. <laughs> You're a corn. That's what you are. Oh, so yeah, just like be flexible. Not everything, you're not going to just like move in and everything's going to be picture perfect. Like you might have to negotiate on where you want to live, how you want to decorate, even like the type of apartment you want. Like Joe has to like bring me back down to earth sometimes. Like sometimes I go floating into the sky and he has to like pull me by my ankle. Um, You know, when when we came to look at this apartment complex that we live in now, it's a a beautiful building. I mean, we live in a luxury apartment. It's a beautiful building. Um, And the apartment that I wanted to move into was a few hundred dollars more a month than this one. Um, it had a, we have a one bedroom, very spacious, open one bedroom with one and a half bathrooms, which is like more than enough for the two of us. Joe is looking at me flexing his muscles right now. Do you think that I'm not going to say what you're doing while you're doing it? Doing a little Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan pose. Stop distracting me with three, your three muscular day, body. Three days of exercise, you know, gains. Let me get to the point. So anyway, um, we have more than enough space here. And the apartment that I wanted to move into had a terrace and it also had a den area. And it was like 
300 $400 more a month. Um, I really wanted that one. And Joe really wanted a different apartment, and we both settled on our, like, second favorite unit that they had in the building. So you have to be flexible or it's not going to work. And that's really just with anything in your relationship. Like, yeah. compromise. Yeah, I think compromise is very important. Yeah. Because two people are going to live there, so yeah, one person can't make it completely theirs because the other person has to feel at home as well, Yeah, I think. I think another thing, I didn't even write this down, but like, like living together is also not just about like being in each other's space. You know what I mean? Like there's people who, like couples who move in together and then they also have like a roommate. Like that's just like you guys living together. Like I almost think that you should think of it in like um, – this is going to sound really weird, but, like, in, like, a business deal logistic type of way, like, like it's almost like a step towards are we going to do this forever? Like, I don't think that you should move in with somebody just because you're dating for a certain amount of time or because it's, like, it'll make the rent cheaper for the two of you or, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess it depends on what part of your life you're in. I mean, I guess, if you know, if you're 20 years old, yeah, then maybe it's, you know, it's a little bit different. Yeah. I mean... I, yeah, I, I feel like the, like, for example, like, I think it's, this is just me, and I've had friends who've done this before, but, like, living together, like, with other roommates, to me, is, like, weird. And if you're going to do something like that, it needs to be for, like, a very short period of time. I mean, I, I would say it definitely depends on the roommate, but definitely not a fucking random yeah Craigslist person. I mean, that's definitely strange. I mean, right you know... It's it's not it, I don't know if it's definitely a weird situation but you know it all depends on who the third roommate is I suppose and the yeah. amount of space you have to have the space yeah I don't know space is very important especially when you're going I would say from you know a house to an apartment or something like that yeah because you definitely need to have your own a little bit of personal space and. I don't know. I who would even want to live with a couple? That just seems like uncomfortable. Yeah. Why does my phone have to start ringing whenever I'm recording? And it's always like an eight hundred number. Leave me alone. You gotta pay your bills, girl. <laughs> um. Okay. So the next thing that I wanted that I you know I figured was important is having a, like an actual timeline. Um, again, where it's not, like, based on logistics. Like, for us, we knew we wanted to move in together. We had that conversation, um, like, almost a year before we moved in together. So after I signed, I signed my lease at my last apartment. It was December, and I feel like we had the conversation, like, very soon after that the, ne- the next time my lease was up that we were going to move in together. And we gave ourselves that time. So we were, like, the whole year we were kind of just, like, talking about it and preparing for it. Not that you need to have a year. No. But it's also not one of those things where it's, like, my lease is over next month. I guess we should just move in together, you know? Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely something that you should obviously have a talk about. Yeah. You know. Not super early in your relationship, but when things are starting yeah. to get a little bit more serious. Yeah. and Even if it is very early on. Like, we started dating in August, and we started talking about this in, like, December, right? So it wasn't, it's not even like we were dating for so long. It's just that we knew that we really, you know, we loved each other and that we wanted to be together. But we gave ourselves that much time in advance to know that that was going to be the next step in our relationship. Like, look at it as a step in your relationship rather than, like I said before, something that just makes sense because of the logistics. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a good thing to do. Yeah. To to live together and 
and have to talk about it because, like I said earlier, you, you sometimes you find out things about mm-hmm. living with things with people. People have their, their habits and things that they do that they don't even realize might be annoying or yeah. weird to other people. So right. um, if you're going to marry somebody and, and try and spend the rest of your life with them, you should figure out if you can deal with their little, right. little things. Right. Which, which brings me to my next point, which I know that any of, most of my friends who would listen to this would would disagree with me or they're not doing things this way or they haven't done things this way. Um, but for us, moving in together was the next step in our relationship, whereas other people will not move in with their significant other unless there is a ring on their finger. What do you think about that? Um, my personal opinion is that I think you should live together yep. before you're engaged. Yeah. But... If you're going to have a long engagement where you're going to have the time yeah. to make sure that you live together for a while you know, before you, you know, get not three, three months or something like that, but maybe, a, a, you know, almost a year, six months, something like that, then. That, like that, that, like I, could, I know what you're saying. You're like, if, if you're going to have a long enough engagement and then you have enough time yes. after that, then it's like, okay, get engaged and then you have enough major, time to move in Major together. brain fart right there. <laughs> major brain fart. You definitely need that. Let me get back to what I was saying. Now I, I could actually sum it up. If you're going to have the time to test it out, then fine. But it's, it's definitely very important to do before you're married. Yeah. If... if, if you're gonna if you're gonna get married and then move in together, I, that's absolutely insane in my opinion. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I'm not, not no, to be and judging. Listen, and, so, and it works for a lot of people, or it they say it works. You know Whatever what I mean? works, I don't. But I don't. That's not yeah. something I, I mean. Could even ever think see of it this doing. way: my my grandmother, who literally, like my grandmother and grandfather, they you know were born and, and raised in Italy before they came here. They were. <laughs> their accents are very heavy. It's hard to even miss it. But um, they um, they eloped because they had sex, which is like literally what you you were supposed to do. They eloped when they were like nineteen and twenty years old. Um, and my grandmother has even said because I think in the past they've thought that it was really like taboo and like they, you know I was afraid to even tell them that I was moving in with Joe because I thought they were going to judge me. But my grandmother has even said and even like she and I and you know me kind of not even convincing her but just like in conversation my grandmother was like you know what it, it really does make sense to move in together because then you get to know each other. I said you see how many you know the the divorce rate is really crazy at least from our parents generation like you know whoever got married in like the 70s through the 90s, you really see a lot of the divorce rates kind of going up from there. I'm making up my own statistics, but it yeah. sounds like it makes <laughs> sense, you know? But, you know, they they got married and they moved in together when they got married. And I just feel like you're not really getting to know somebody, you know? It's it's 2020. I'm sorry. I understand tradition. I really do. I understand tradition. I'm, I'm not a very traditional person, but there's plenty of traditions that I appreciate um, but if you're, if, if, if you think that like getting married and moving in together is like the way to do it, I, I think that you are doing a huge disservice to your relationship. It's, it's nice to be married, but I think it's more important to, to live through the shit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the every day. Right. You know, it's, think of it this way. Like, like one of, one of my friends, one of my, my closest friends, right. Um, 
she is dating somebody who has their own apartment. She still lives at home with her parents, okay? Which is, is, is totally fine. But um, I, I asked her, like, oh, do you think that, like, at, like ne- by next year, like, you guys would move in together? And she was like, no, not unless I have a ring on my finger. And her argument was that she's in his apartment all the time. She knows that he cleans and cooks and whatever. But it's like... This just this isn't just your decision. Like, what about him seeing what you do? You live with your parents. You know what I mean. You've you your responsibility level. No matter what you think, moving out of your parents' house or moving out of being with roommates is a completely different situation. You are involving a romantic relationship. You're involving basically like a roommate. You're sharing the bed. You're sharing everything with one other person. It's like it's business com- and pleasure. Yes. No, it really is. It's business and pleasure. And it's like, you know, no offense, but why can't he, why can't, um, and, and I think that the, the guy that she's dating, it's probably, you know, he, I think is very traditional as well. And that's how he would want it as well. But I'm kind of like, don't you want to see how she is as an equal partner before you ask her to marry you? Like that, that's my opinion. Like what, you know, especially when girls say stuff like that, it's like, bitch, it's not just about you thinking that he's good enough for you. It also works the other way around, you know? And it's like, think about it this way. It's not just about, cause people think of it this way. Joe, you know, um, Joe was still living at home with his parents when we moved in together. He has a lot of responsibility at home. I was living with two roommates in a, in a three-bedroom. Yeah, we used to spend a lot of time together in my place, but I didn't... That Him being in my place and being respectful as my space that I have with two other roommates is not like... That's not enough. It's not me walking around my underwear to eat Le- Oreos yeah, at 3 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. He wasn't just, like, raiding my cabinets at 3 o'clock in the morning or leaving the seat up in the back. You know, like, he was being extra polite because I had two other roommates. I mean, it, it, listen, we like living together. We, we really love living together yeah. so much. It's been fine. But you also have to think of it this way. It's not just about, like, being together all the time. What about paying bills together? Like, you have to literally be with somebody and and... and figure out if they're responsible enough where you're paying bills together. There's so much of each other's finances that we're seeing now. Like there's, it's like no, no wall is up that once yeah. you're living together. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no hiding anything. No. You know, even like when I had, oh my God, I had like a fucking shit attack in the middle of the night. <laughs> um, when was like right after Christmas? Oh my God. I talked about this on my other podcast. I was like so sick in the middle of the night and I was like crying on the toilet. Like I had a terrible stomach virus that my whole, my whole family caught. And I had to like scream for Joe to like come into the bathroom and take care of me. It's like, yeah, I want to see that side of you before we decide if we want to marry each other, which I want to marry him. I asked him 150 fucking times a day. He said today that he's going to tally it, but I only asked him once and I told him I'm not saying it anymore. Um, Yeah, we'll let you know how that goes. Um, She can't be trusted. (laughs) I don't know. Do you agree with me? Like, um, like, yes, I I think it's good to just see everything that's going to go on because... If you're going to get married, you're going to, I would imagine, look to spend a lot of years together. So you're going to see everything. So it's better to just get it out of the way first before you do the dance. Yeah. I just just feel like, you know, with certain things, it's like, like I said, it's 2020. Move in together. It's not that big of a fucking deal. You don't need a ring on your finger first. Move in together. Pay bills together. We were we were paying we were paying bills together before we even moved in together. We decided to share a car. I mean, like that was even like a big big step in us knowing. Like if that didn't work out, you know, how are we gonna, you know, live together and pay the rent and do all that stuff? Yeah, you so know, you just you just have to see how other people live and make sure that you could live the same. Yeah. The same way. Yep. 
Um, the next thing that I would say, and which worked out for us because we knew almost a year ahead that we were going to move in together, is um, like plan as much ahead as you can before you move in. Don't let it just like be a surprise when you move in together. Yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely something that you you should have a conversation about. Obviously, like we said before, you before it gets too close because you want to mm-hmm. have time to prepare because you're going to need extra money. Yeah. And you're going to have to figure out where you're going to want to live, mm-hmm. which is not, sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not. Right. Because it's especially, because the good thing is that you're planning it in advance, right? But also, you know, the whole process of actually finding an apartment and moving in, especially if it's an apartment, um, if you're buying a house together, like for me, I don't, I don't want us to buy a house until after we get married. Like I'm, I'm weird like that. I like the idea of, you know, living together before you get engaged, but like buying something, I feel like let's have some paperwork between us before we buy something. But there, you know, moving into a place that you're renting is a very quick process. So if you don't plan a lot of it with enough time in advance, you can be getting yourself into a shit situation. Yes. You know, like what are what are some of the things that we like started planning in advance? Even like cable providers. Like I know that sounds really like nitty gritty and stupid, but no, you have to you have to tally up try and tally up most of your expenses and mm-hmm. try and figure out what they're going to be in a new place with all your bills, your rent, food costs. Yeah. Because living together, food costs are different than... Oh, it's so different. ...than dating food costs. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you're you're worrying about... And at least this is us. Everybody could do their own thing. Um, I thought that we would move in together and we both kind of, like, fend for ourselves for dinner most of the time and I would cook once a week, but... It, it ends up being where it doesn't really make sense to do that because if, if I leave Joe to his, his own devices, he'll either order dinner every night and like waste all of his money or he'll eat 17 granola bars as his dinner and then wake up in the middle of the night and eat 25 Oreos. So we cook a lot. I cook a lot yes. and it's ended up really working out that I cook a lot. But like we, there's all these choices that you have to make together. At least, especially if like, Listen, for some people, like, money is no object, you know what I mean? You can go to the grocery store and throw a million things in your car, and it's fine because, you know, financially, it's whatever. But if you're, you know, living normal like us, you go to the grocery store, you make these decisions together, and you have, like, an amount of money that you're okay spending and, like, what you guys want to eat for the week and things like that. And, like, it sounds really trivial, but... It's important to talk about the littlest things like that before you move in together. Yeah, like you said, having... Being prepared for it is is super important because you could also see the other person's strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. and see how how you could balance them out mm-hmm. because like you were saying about the supermarket mm-hmm. i always I've done a lot of food shopping in my life for my parents and yeah. stuff over the years. Christina's only really shopped for herself, yeah, so sometimes when we go to the supermarket she just doesn't check prices or yeah. anything. And no, I, I never used to check prices. I used to I go ha- to Trader Joe's and buy for one person, you know? And not to, not even being in a cheap way, sometimes between sales or whatever, things are just cheaper. So mm-hmm. you actually have to look instead of just grabbing stuff. Right. So, and he had he had to be like, listen, you don't fucking look at anything, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, 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 you know, that, that can cause, like, for some people that can cause an argument. It's just, yeah, it's just stuff like that that you don't realize little things that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that could add up. And, you know, when it comes to finances, most people argue about finances. Yeah. And little little things like that that you don't even realize hurt you yeah. over, you know, 
for who knows how long because you're just doing it because it's just you. Yeah. I, th- I think that also, like, think about how, I mean, you know, think about how stressful it is to, get, like, get engaged and plan a wedding and have all these things that you need to figure out. And then it's like, then you move in together while this is all happening or right after this is all happening. And then it's like a whole other thing for you to juggle when getting married should be like, I don't know, like, like the, 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 like the, like the next thing for some people, probably not for us, but for some people should be like having children, right. Or like getting a dog or something like that. Right. But like moving in together after you've decided to write on a dotted line that you're spending the rest of your lives together is it's just like, that's fucking mind boggling to me that people do that. I just feel like there should be, when you're taking steps, you should walk on them and not jump yeah. on them. Yeah. It, sometimes taking your time is good. Sometimes yeah. you have to just enjoy the whole yeah. ride. Right. And, you know, and that's even, <laughs> this is a whole other topic, and I've probably spoken about it on my other podcast, but, like, even with the getting married thing, it's like, yeah, I, I bug Joe every day. I have, like, 8,000 engagement rings saved that, like, I want to get married. I'm obsessed with him. But it's also, like... You need to enjoy where you are, you know, enjoy where you are. And it's okay if moving in together and figuring that part out is like, like do that for a while. You know, I think a lot of girls kind of hold it over a guy's head almost where that whole thing where like, who's going to buy the cow if they're getting the milk for free? Are you a virgin bitch? Unless you're a virgin, mm-hmm. I really just don't understand that concept. It's like you're holding something over his head. Like, yeah, I'm not going to move in with you unless, unless we get engaged. You know, it's like you're setting yourself up for a lot of fucking disappointment and a disaster, you know? I mean, I can almost, I can almost understand if two people both live completely alone in apartments, right? And then they decide that they're going to move in together when they get engaged, right? Or maybe they get engaged within a year, you know, that happens sometimes. I can almost understand it that way. But even so, paying bills together and seeing somebody's responsibility level in that degree is like unmeasurable. You cannot do that if you don't live together for a little bit before you make those commitments to each other. Yes. It's just, no matter, when it comes to bills, there's just never enough money, no matter, even if there is enough money, there's just not. <laughs> yeah. So you have, to, you have to make sure people are responsible with their money. It's, it's different living on your own than it is living with roommates or, or living with your parents. Yeah. Un- unfortunately for me, nobody is, is bailing me out if, right, if me I don't either. have... If I don't have the money, right? It's you, so, it's you and I, and even like yeah. us being in this in this healthcare crisis right now. You know, both of us, you know, worry about money and things like that. But but we're also very comforted in knowing that we have each other, and and it's not going to cause any sort of like fight or like we're going to figure it out. You know, and, yeah, and we, we know we that we can get through it. Also, know that the other one is responsible. Yeah. And, Right, we're not. I'm have, not worried that like. Yeah, he's not worried that like you know I'm gonna I'm you know worried about the the security of my job just because it's an industry that is being severely impacted by this right. So he's not worried that like I'm I'm not like having packages come to the apartment every single day and I'm like online shopping and and things like that. Like I'm being responsible and he knows that. So that you know, like you know. So basically, what I'm saying is we're ready to get married. Will you marry me? <laughs> Uh, that's number two for today. Yeah, that's number two. I'm going to mark that down in my notebook. <laughs> and his answer is always, one day, and then I get really mad. But <laughs> Yet she still asks me. So. I do. I still ask him. I'm going to crack him that one mad. day. <laughs> but I think um, like, this, this whole situation with the quarantine, it's, 
it's good that we live together because oh. we're really in the shit. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of information yeah. out there going, or, you know, you know, everybody knows what's going on. So it, yep. it's like we're really seeing how we deal with a, a stressful situation yeah, in while close being contact. stuck together, you know? We don't have, again, our apartment is kind of big, but it's still one bedroom. Yeah, so. it's not that big. Yeah. Which also, that brings me to um, like learning to still have your alone time when you're together. This is something that's still a little weird for me. Yeah, it's also kind of weird for me too. It, so it, it's tough because I would say... Like with Joe's job, there's there's a lot of times where he'll be working for like long stretches of time and he's working like every single day. And then there's periods of time where you don't have work. Um, and for me, I just have a pretty set like 40 hours a week, five days, a week, you know what I mean? Um, so for me, I find at least my tough, my, my, where, you know, what's hard for me is every time I'm home, you're pretty much home for the most part, right? Like yeah. I don't have like a day or anything like that. And I'm used to us before we moved in together and we're to, we're we're living together now for almost 5 months. April will be 5 months. Um and I I still like struggle with um like every time we're with each other I'm thinking of it as like we're spending time together. Um so I find myself like not doing things on my own. Like I wait for you to like not be here so I can like watch something or whatever. So now I'm learning to, you know, have my alone time. Like I think it's really important to just kind of learn like as, if, as, unless you're living in a studio, which if you're, there's two people living in a studio, like God bless you. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to do that's, that. But That's really in the shit. I, oh you're my God. really learning something about yeah, somebody. Yeah, seriously. Um, unless you're living in a studio apartment, there's always going to be one room for you to go and like, I don't want to say escape, but if you want to go do your own thing, like three days into the quarantine, I was like, I feel like watching my weird YouTube videos. Like I'm going to go in our room and I started watching videos and I was like, oh, I can still have alone time even though he's in the other room. And then after like two hours, I was like, okay, I miss you. And I came back. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard to figure out, but it's also so important. Yeah. Alone time is definitely, and not like in the same room, but on, on the phones. <laughs> it's more like just... I don't know. Everybody just sometimes needs to just do their own thing and, yeah. you know. But even so, like, it's not, it's not, not that you want to spend all your time on your phones, but, you know, I, I, I think that when we used to just hang out together because, you know, you were coming over my apartment or whatever, we would both be on our phones and then after five minutes we would go, oh, yeah, let's get off of our phones. It's okay if we both sit here in silence for a few minutes on yeah. our phones or, like, if I sit there and read a book and you watch something that I have no interest in watching. Like, it's totally like fine to do that, like cartoons. Um, it's totally okay to do that. Um, but also learning how it's been weird for me even to, like, um, have like have your time with your friends. Like, it's just there's a lot to juggle and it's really important to just, like, try to maintain a certain level of, like, knowing who you are and, like, doing your own thing. Yeah. Well, for me, the whole friend thing is not hard because I've been practicing social distancing for a very long time, <laughs> preparing for this this pandemic. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But, yes, it, it's, I don't know, it seems weird to 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 be so close but not be together. But it's... It's, I think, very important to have your alone time and just do your own thing. Yeah. And not make everything a a two-person deal. Yeah. It's good to just have a little separation every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and then I would say, like, the last thing is, like, just think about it this way. 
if you, okay, we didn't argue, I would say like really at all before we moved in together. Um, and now that we live together, I would say like once in a while, there's like a tiny tense moment over nothing. We're not, we're not, we don't really fight. I mean, that's just no. us. We don't really fight. I think both of us are pretty level-headed. Um, and we just, we don't fight. Okay. Th- that's not normal for everybody. Um, I wouldn't say that there's anything wrong with your relationship if you guys argue or bicker or whatever. But if you don't live together and you argue a lot, it's, um, it's going to be magnified the second that you move in together. It is what it is. So think about it now. Think about your relationship and, um, you know, it's, it's crucial if you want to take it to that next level, if you want to spend your life with somebody, if you see yourself marrying someone, move in together because then you'll really see how it is. Yeah. When, when you're living with someone, you know, sometimes they're going to have a bad day and, and they're going to take it out on you. And He's talking about me. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I'm just, in general, you, sometimes people are going to put you in a bad mood and you're going to take, you're going to take that with yeah. you. No, 100%. So no, just, it's fine. It is about me. No, it's not. It's not about you. It's just in general, you need to just... Brain fart? Yeah. Made, <laughs> made brain fart again. I'm not even cutting out the brain farts. I'm leaving them. I'm not going to edit them out. No, I need you to edit them out. <laughs> no, but I no, I get it. Because, well, think about it. There was one time where I came home, and, and I think that I was just like, like eating shit at work and like hating it for a moment. And I came in... And I realized that, um, like, I was not, like, you were, you were off from work that day, and I almost felt, like, resentful when I came home, and you were just, like, hanging out, and you were relaxing. And it made me realize, like, my mom used to call me a bitch every single time I would come home from work. She thought I was a bitch. But I realized I'm the type of person that after a day at work, especially a hard one, I need to come home and not talk to anybody because I'm used to talking to people all day. No, really, and I was, like, being a bitch to you, and I was like, you know what? And after a couple minutes, I sat there in silence, and I was like, I realized that when I come in, that I need to maybe not talk to anybody for a little while um, so I can just, like, decompress and whatever. And, like, you know, I realized that about myself. But, like, when I was living with roommates, it didn't matter. I would, like, walk in, and even though I was friendly with them, hi, and or you have to be, like, fake because they're not your significant other and they're not your family. Even if they're your friends, you feel like you have to be a little fake and, like, nicer almost. Or you can just, like, lock yourself in your room and it's fine. But I can't do that when I'm here. You know what I mean? It's, like... Like, yeah, of course I could lock myself in my room, but that's, like, weird to do. I had to, like, come in and and, and communicate that to him and just be like, okay, I realize that I'm acting like a bitch because when I come home from work, I need to sit in silence and be pissed off for five minutes. It's just, it's inevitable that people are going to be a little bit bitchier for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, you're going to be experienced to more stuff like that because, you know, they're going to talk to their cousin on the phone or their friend and they're going to get pissed off or sad or yeah whatever and they're going to feel that way and they you know they might be sad to you or or be mean to you or whatever yeah. just so you're going to be you got to just see see the shit that's yeah. it like that's why it's important to live together yeah yeah it's definitely important to like i guess the takeaways really from this is just like plan it out like compromise yeah you have to compromise like there's just going to be a lot that you have to compromise on. Um, you should enjoy it too. 
Yeah, have fun with it. Like, I don't know. We enjoy it so much. Like, yeah. like I had people who were so negative. Like, before we moved in together, there was, there's one girl that I know who was like, you really learn a lot about each other. And she was saying it in, like, such a mean way. And I was like, no, I literally think we're going to love this so much. And we do. We genuinely enjoy living together. We, we generally have a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. We're really enjoying ourselves. Um, so, I mean, enjoy it. Just make this the decision because it's the right decision and it's the next step for your relationship, not because it's like logistically um, it, it makes sense for you or because you've been together for X amount of years so you feel like you should be doing it already. Like do it because it's the ne- it's what you see as the next step and it's something that you want to genuinely do. And for us, our personal opinion, do it before you get engaged. But yeah, if definitely. that doesn't work for you, don't come at me. Do whatever the fuck you want. It's just like our opinion and you know, based on a lot of relationships that I, I don't know, but like, I, I don't know, just like fucking move in together before you get engaged. It's weird. It's 2020. Yeah. Do what you want, but move in together. Before you <laughs> yeah. Do what you want, but like also listen to my advice. Um, do you have any closing words, babe? Yeah. This is, has been super fun and edit out my brain farts. <laughs> if you don't hear them in the final cut, then she listened to me. I love you. Thank you. Love you too. You're welcome. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.